Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sports King Show right here on a Friday as we get you ready for Super NFL Wild Card Weekend. I'm your host, Mean Gene Sports Machine. I will be joined here shortly. Uh, guess what? He's here now. My co-host joining me from Charlotte, North Carolina, from Valley Sports Southeast, covers the Carolina Panthers and the Charlotte Hornets, Dustin Pfeiffer. What's up, Dustin? Mean Gene, what's going on? Happy Friday. It is a big weekend in the NFL, but I have to start, obviously, with wishing my son, Blake, a happy sixth birthday today. <laughs> he is already six years old, Gene. I can't believe it, but it's just a good way to kick off the weekend with his birthday leading into some good NFL football. Happy birthday, Blake. You, hey, tell him Uncle Gene says happy birthday. Absolutely. I know you guys are getting ready to do some exciting things with him. That's why we're going to knock this stuff out. Look, this is going to be crazy. We are making our picks live on the air. I haven't, I, we haven't, I, I normally we get a chance to make our picks, but it is a super wild card weekend. So, oh man, I haven't had time to study these picks. I, we've been talking about them all week here. And, you know, we talked about them on the Mean Gene Show. But, Dustin, we get ready to jump in, man. And I know you had some breaking news earlier this morning. Well, first of all, listen, I'm going to like picking these games live because that's going to keep you on your toes because don't think I didn't hear that little shot when I got off the air yesterday about your picks being better than mine. This year. So I'm, I'm taking it a step up for the playoffs. Yeah, I know I got my little uh, pad here, man. I got to write these down here. But hey, but man. You, but look. you're right. You're right. Breaking news this morning. We kind of talked about it on the Mean Gene Show yesterday with Bill Belichick parting ways with the Patriots. Um, we, we mentioned Mike Vrabel. We mentioned Gerard Mayo. And the Patriots wasted no time this morning. They hired Gerard Mayo as their next head coach. And Gene, it sounds like this was the plan all along. They had it rewritten into Mayo's contract uh, previously that he would be the successor to wow. Bill Belichick. And they adjusted the contract details and gave it to the NFL so they could approve it. So they would not even have to go through the interview process with anybody else so they've had this plan laid out for a while so it sounds like they had the plan to part ways the plan for Gerard Mayo so it sounds like everybody knew this was going to happen and now Gerard Mayo is your next head coach of the New England Patriots yeah I hey look man you, you could kind of tell just by the brief way that uh, Bob Kraft talked with the media yesterday that his mind was made up you know when he said that because previously Belichick had wanted to downgrade his role and, and responsibility and it's uh, the craft just said nah you know this just wasn't going to work man he, he you could tell that he already had his mind made up in which direction he wanted to go and man and it showed less than 24 hours you know boom it, it did and we're, we're going to see what's going to happen with it gene because it's going to be interesting because we've seen the last few years obviously the Patriots have not been as successful as they want it to be. And whether that's just, you know, it running this course and Bill Belichick needing a change of scenery. But Mayo has played for that team. He was drafted by that team, has spent his entire coaching career as an assistant with that team. So he knows what they call the Patriots way. So will he continue to kind of follow that in Bill, Pel in Bill Belichick's footsteps? Or will he step out and be his own coach? I hope for his sake he's his own coach, runs it his own way, because I think that's the best chance for him to be successful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, hey, well, we'll wait for the press conference on Monday and kind of just see where it goes, Dustin. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And listen, that's the first domino to fall. We know there's going to be more dominoes to come with the rest of these coaching openings. 
Yeah, what a week it's been, man. What a week it has been. So, hey, look here. But, man, now we are we have waited long enough for this um, wild card weekend here. We got some great games here. And, you know, we're not going to waste any time here. We got a couple of games that's going to be happening on Saturday. And, Dustin, let's just jump right on in here. Starting with the first one, Cleveland Browns. They are your five seed. They got to travel. Uh, they, they, they're coming from the AFC North. They got to travel to my city here, Houston, which they should already be here to take on the AFC South champions. How about that? The number four seed. That's why they got to come here because Houston hosts a game as the AFC South champions. Um, Dustin, who do you like in this game, man? It's a big time game for the city of Houston, especially uh, having hosted the uh, NC 2A championship football game. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot going on in Houston right now. <laughs> yeah. We had to start with the first game that I think is one of the hardest ones to pick. So it's going to take me a minute maybe to get to my pick here because this really, to me, is one of the toss-up games of the weekend. Because, uh, first of all, you know, props to our to our, our, our former producer, John. I know we've talked to him. He's so excited about what's happening in Houston. I know all the fans are. But for Houston, the Houston Texans and D'Amico Ryan's first year, Gene, to win a division, host a home playoff game, I don't think anybody would have predicted that. They knew there was probably going to be some improvement, but to host a playoff game and win a division in, in year one of C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans is, is incredible. So so huge congrats to them. And, and listen, they're riding high. They've already played it. They've already played what we consider a playoff game last week, Gene, on the road in Indy. Winner goes to the playoffs. It was back and forth and tight, so they had that pressure on them, and they were able to come out on top. So it'll be interesting to see – how they play in front of their home crowd, you know that place is going to be rocking, Gene. You've been there many times. When they are mm-hmm, good, that mm-hmm. place is loud. And I I, I think about how C.J. Stroud played against the Colts, Gene, and I'm like, man, this kid, he just he just has it, and he hasn't. Look at some of those throws he made against the Colts. He, he just has it. But then I flip to the other side, Gene, and I just, I've said all year that I think this Browns team has had something special. And, what, and, and they have – overcame their own adversity with all of these injuries and what they've been through. So I just like the Browns defense. I know Stroud's very good, but we do have to still remember that he is a rookie and this will be a new thing for him. And so this will just be one of those steps. So this is nothing against him because he's going to go on to great things. But I like the Browns defense. I like Miles Garrett. I like the way they're playing. And Joe Flacco has came in and he has done a great job with this offense. Now, Joe Flacco has to make sure he cuts down on the turnovers, but he can still sling it. I think this is going to be a very close game. It's going to come down to a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. We'll probably say that a lot about a lot of these playoff games. But I'm going to take the Browns' defense ca- causing a, a turnover late in the game to help them get a close win in Houston. Yeah, I pretty much had, you know, made my pick right You know, as uh, soon as we start talking about it. Because, look, I know that what the Texans have done has been remarkable. But, you know, uh, I'm still going to take experience here. This Browns defense, man, I I just think they have dominated all year. And granted, I know five different quarterbacks have have contributed to to the Browns' success as far as offense, getting them where they are. But that defense has been consistent, you know. And I just think here, I I just don't think they're going to have a letdown um, and, and I think it's I think it's going to be a good close game, but I just think, man, you know, you got to account for Miles Garrett, and I just think the consistency there is is going to prevail. So I like the Browns to 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 get it done 
you know. Yeah, and, and it's just me, it's it's experience matters. I mean, Miles, you talk about Miles Garrett, Joe Flacco. We know Joe Flacco hasn't been in this situation in a while, but he has that experience. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you also have to know that Joe Flacco really wants this because this could be his last chance at really making one of these runs as a starting quarterback. So I just like that experience. And again, that's nothing against the Texans. They no, have had such a great year. And trust me, the trajectory of the Houston Texans is probably one of the highest in the league of any team. So this this is just the beginning for this team. Sure is. You're right about that. So, but Gene, uh, make sure you don't go out in Houston. Now you're picking against them. They 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 might not want to. Well, see you out look, there. look, and, and I, I know John's John, gonna be happy John is going to win against them. <laughs> John's going to hear this show, and he's probably going to not take my calls, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not going to respond to us. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he and he might agree. Look, man, these guys have exceeded expectations, yeah. Dustin. So you you yeah. just can't. You know, and, and look, if they, if they, it would be the biggest upset if they beat the Browns. So, you know, we can't wait to watch the game tomorrow. All right. So this game right here, man, uh, Tariq Hill returns to uh, the scene of the crime here. And boy, it's going to be a crime because when you're talking about uh, zero temperatures there in Kansas City, because this winter, whatever they call these storms here now, every storm yeah. has a name. But it might be – it's going to be crazy. I don't know how the rest of the Miami Dolphins are going to feel. Tariq Hill is used to cold weather in, in, in Kansas City, but I don't know. You got the six-seed Miami Dolphins who uh, put on a horrible performance in their last regular season game uh, against the Buffalo Bills. They're going to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are the three-seed, unfamiliar territory. But neither one of these teams have looked good lately, Dustin. So – who do you like in this in this uh, wild card game? Yeah, one of the one of the more intriguing matchups of the weekend, and you're right. The Dolphins go from being the two seed all along, pretty much for the last few weeks, to dropping to the six seed, missing out on a home playoff game, and now having to travel to the defending Super Bowl champs in Kansas City. And listen, Gene, you're right. You said zero. I've been watching ESPN all morning, and I'm seeing now that at kickoff it could be like negative four, and the wind chills are going to get up to negative thirty. As the game goes on, this is going to go down as one of the coldest football games in the history of the NFL. And it just it's going to be very interesting to see how they adjust to it. Obviously, Miami being a warm weather city, some of those guys probably do have some experience, but it's going to be interesting. And I did see a stat this morning that games under 45 degrees. Tua Tungabailoa has played in four of those games, and he's 0-4. So it's going to be interesting to see. The one thing I do like for the Dolphins is I like their run game. Um, if they can get HN, if they can get, you know, Mostert out there, Wilson, they've got a, a, a good stable of running backs to run the ball in this cold weather. But you got to figure one of the strengths of the Kansas City Chiefs gene is that defensive line with Chris Jones and those guys. So I just like with the weather, the way it's setting up, with this being a home game. Now, going forward, it will be – I'm going to be interested to see how the Chiefs play on the road because I do not think they are the same team that they've been in the past, and that's going to be interesting. But being at home with this weather – with a team that's not really used to it, a quarterback that's not used to it, I'm going to take the Chiefs to get this win and continue moving on. Then I think it will get interesting what happens to the Chiefs down the road because I do think there are a lot of question marks there. But I'll take the Chiefs to win a close, ugly, cold football game in Kansas City. Ooh, well, let me tell you this. I I have to think that Tyreek Hill is probably going to step up and be the leader. I mean, who, who else yeah. is the leader? on this Dolphins team right now. I mean, he would have to be, I think they're going to d- depend on him heavily, not so much on the field as 
in the locker room as as the guy that's going to get them prepared to go into enemy territory. Not not the enemy as in the Chiefs. The enemy is in that weather, you know, number one. But I think he's going to be the guy. And look, man, and he needs to be the guy to like, look, guy, we blew an opportunity to 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 first of all, to be the number two seed, like you just said there, and yeah. they just have not looked good. But they got this run game. They got they still got that speed. And look, no, I mean, Kansas City's gonna be feeling it too, you know. I mean, that weather's gonna impact everybody. I'm going with the Dolphins because Ooh. if 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 they don't win this game, whether or not, man, they just have looked bad. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we could I mean, I I, I don't know what what uh, and and Monster, so I, I, he does not play, right? I don't think he's been banged up, so I, I yeah. don't think he's playing. And that is a big that is a big loss because you want to have as many running backs ready as yeah. you can. So, so, so I'm going to go with Miami to to pull off this upset. And I know, you know, I, I guess they're going to have to do whatever they can do. It it could be a low, ugly scoring game there, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins to 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 get this win. And, Listen, and, I, uh, these are one of those games, Gene, we can't wait to watch on the couch in our heated house <laughs> yeah, and watch boy. these guys go out in this weather to see what happens because it, it's going to be crazy. And you're right. I do want to see how Tyreek handles this as a leader, handles this and steps up for his team. And that's what's going to be interesting about this game, Gene, is who takes away their best weapon on each side. Obviously, for the Chiefs, it's Travis Kelsey. So can the Dolphins neutralize him? Because we know the Chiefs receivers have not been getting it done. And then they also have Pacheco in the backfield. And then can Kansas City neutralize Tyreek Hill? Whoever neutralizes that best weapon um, on each side and can and can win in the trenches running the ball is probably going to win this game. And it, it's like you said, it's closer than you think because the Dolphins do have a good run game. But mm-hmm. I just think at home I'll, I'll give the slight advantage for home field. To the Chiefs. Can I go a step further with my prediction? Okay, go ahead. I predict that the Dolphins win, uh, the Dolphins win uh, this game and Andy Reid retires immediately afterwards. Wow. Okay, that now that is a bold – I did not expect that to come out of your mouth tonight. Is that just we seeing all these coaches take a step well, back? Well, I mean, I don't know at? if you've heard. I mean, it, it was rumored that he actually – that word came out of his mouth, that this this that he has considered it this year. Wow. That, that, yeah. That's very interesting. And nothing at this point would surprise me anymore with yeah. what we've seen in the past few days with these coaches. So it'll be interesting to see. My only question is if they lose in the first round of the playoffs, is that really the way he wants to go out? Probably not. But look, man, it's just something that's not the same in Kansas City, though. And it's not, no, it's you not. know, it, it, and that's why if, if any chance of Miami would have the win, it, it has to be. You know, I wouldn't even consider it an upset because something hasn't been right in Kansas City. You know, and this this number three seed is just not the same. So, and the you know, it could be an ugly game, but man. And uh, you know what it goes to show, Eugene? It goes to show you that everybody talks about, well, we have Andy Reid, we have Patrick Mahomes, so it doesn't matter who you have around those guys, you can get it done. And, yes, they made the playoffs, but it goes to show you that you can have the best quarterback out there, one of the best coaches out there, but you still have to build a complete football team around them and not just throw out no-name receivers because somebody still has to catch the ball. And we've seen that this year, that that's been a huge struggle for Kansas City, and we'll see if that bites them in the playoffs. Yeah, so that's going to be an interesting game uh, to to watch there. And and, and also – uh, this game is going to be your Saturday game. So the uh, the uh, the uh, Cleveland and 
Houston game is Saturday. The yeah. Kansas City and Miami game is Saturday. So now we're going to get into your Sunday. And, and real quick, that Miami that Miami Kansas City game is a Peacock only game for people who are wondering. So you do have to have the streaming service to watch that yeah. playoff game. Yeah, you just go ahead and get the seven day trial, and maybe <laughs> that'll <right>. get you. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that should get you. All right, so Sunday game. All right, this is going to be an AFC uh, matchup here. You got your seventh seed. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers will go to Buffalo and take on the number two seed, uh, Buffalo Bills. So this is going to be a cold weather special. Both of these teams are no strangers to uh, cold weather. Mason Rudolph will be your starter. Uh, the Steelers uh, didn't waste any time making that decision, rightfully so. I think Tomlin had no choice there, Dustin, because, look, you start Kenny Pickett, and you lose that game yeah. when Mason Rudolph yeah. got you there, then they will run you out of Pittsburgh. So I think you, if Mason Rudolph has a bad first half, then you can always go to Pickett. I think that was the safe bet in that. Um, but um, I'm going to say the Bills win this game. I don't think – you don't have uh, T.J. Watt in this game. Uh, you, you still got some banged-up uh, people on that Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I think the Buffalo Bills have found the second life, so to speak, in this season. And I, I don't think that getting that two seed is, was monumental for them. I, I don't yeah. think they're going to squander this away. Yeah, not at home. You wasn't thinking, listen, this is another one of those games where we're going to be happy sitting on the couch because you mentioned it's going to be cold. <laughs> I think the winds are supposed to be th over 30 miles an hour and it's supposed to be snow, snow and more snow. So I, I actually think, Gene, and you can tell me what you think. I think the snow is going to help the Steelers in this game because hopefully it's going to neutralize Josh Allen a little bit and it turns into a running football game and Pittsburgh can play in the trenches. And they have been running the ball well the past few weeks with Najee Harris and Warren and those guys. So I think the weather is going to help them. I think it's going to keep them in the game a, a good while for probably three quarters of the game. But I do think being at home, you know, the, the Bills are one of the hottest teams in the league right now to come back and win this AFC East, and it just puts their reign on the AFC East. I think it's either four or five years in a row now they've won this division. So mm -hmm. I, I just – I like the way they're playing. They've been through adversity. Um, Josh Allen obviously can't turn the ball over. He had a couple of ugly turnovers against Miami. Yeah. They won that game. That's going to be the big key for them. But I will take Buffalo to win this game at home. I think they are riding high. But I think I think Pittsburgh hangs around, and I honestly would give them a better shot if, if T.J. Watt was playing. I hate that he got hurt. He's such a game-changer on defense, Gene, and I just think him being out is, is really going to help the Bills' offense You know, do what they need to do to, to get a win. Okay, so now you're taking Kansas City in, in the um... – in the, yes. in the Dolphins game, right? So, yes. Okay. All right. So, moving right along here. So, on this let me real, hold on real, real quick now. If the if the Steelers lose, we were talking about coaches. Is Mike Tomlin back next year? You know, this is interesting because with with there has been so many stories out there, including one that uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter released the other day stating that it's not so much Mike Tomlin wants to leave the Steelers as uh, that he wants more uh, leverage with the Steelers. So wow. that right there strikes me as interesting because what more leverage does he want? Uh, is it more power? Is it more money? And if that's the case, 
That causes uh, concern for me, Dustin, because if if you want more power, then that means you probably are not in agreement with your GM. Yeah. And that's going to be interesting to see what the Rooney, uh, because they don't like conflict. They are pretty, you know, the Rooney is mm-hmm. just a solid uh, ownership group. They yeah. like to just leave things alone there. So I don't see the Rooney's giving Mike Tomlin that leverage. So if Mike Tomlin doesn't get the leverage that he wants, then Mike Tomlin might walk. And Mike Tomlin might go to an organization where he can get that leverage or Mike Tomlin might be setting up uh, his future, which he knows he won't get that leverage in Pittsburgh. And he might be sending sure. out a signal to his new employer or his next employer of the leverage that he does want and he might get elsewhere. So I think there's a there's a there's a likelihood that he might walk uh, and would it would be on his own. And he might get what he wants uh, at at his next stop. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to play out because it's it's a catch twenty two. Because, like you said, I don't know how much more power you can you can really want in Pittsburgh because he everybody knows that he is one of the main guys that kind of mm-hmm. kind of runs that stuff around there. Mm-hmm. But he he also knows that on a free agent on an open market, if he if he wants to go get another job, that people are going to be lined up to hire him. So. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, and I'm still going to say this here, and I know, you know, Mayo has the New England job, and I think you would agree with me, Dustin, that that Chargers job is the best damn job out there. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would think it is with the with the quarterback situation, <laughs> with the talent they have. Now they do have their owners can be a little yeah, questionable, that, but that's the risky right there. That's the risky part. But being yeah. in LA, being in LA, being with a, a a young quarterback who has proven can be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Um, the yeah, defense, that, that's a, that's the offense, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so you know, and, and I I can see Tomlin in that situation. I can see Vrabel, you know, so, man, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of football to talk here. And, but, yeah, I, it, and, and and we should see. We we should see, you know, if, if they go to uh, Buffalo and get beat, you know, some 35 to 3, you know, uh, I can see, I can see, you know, Tomlin and the Steelers parting ways there. I mean, I, I it just depends on how this thing pans out, though. But I don't believe that he wants leverage within the organization. I think Tomlin – wants leverage I agree. Uh, I somewhere agree. else. And, and I think the last point you made there before we move on real quick is is you're right. Like we talk about Tom and he is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He always has a winning season. But the last few years, Gene, this is the point they get to where, yes, they squeak into the playoffs, and that's great that they did find a way to make the playoffs, but then they just fizzle out the first game of the playoffs. And that when you continue to have that happen and over and over again with a story franchise like the Steelers, mm-hmm. eventually something is going to change because – the Steelers aren't built for just barely making the playoffs and winning one game. They are trying to win championships like all teams, but this is a, a storied franchise that is used to it. So they're, they're, they're not just going to keep settling every year for barely being over 500, even though it's a winning season, barely yeah. making the playoffs and then losing on the first, first wild card. Weekend. Yeah. Because yeah, you, if you're good enough, man, you you got to punch it in at some point. So, yeah. you know, and then you, you're in the middle of the draft picks, you know, you had, you know, 17, 18, exactly. 19, 20, so yeah interesting so all right this next game here oh my goodness how many times have these two teams met in the playoffs and (laughs) it's gonna be different you know no aaron Rodgers, but we definitely didn't think jordan love would lead the green bay packers to to the playoffs in his first year as a starter this is gonna be a very interesting game because lots 
uh, on the line here, including Mike McCarthy's job. Uh, you got a number seven seed here. Uh, Green Bay Packers are going to travel to AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys just don't lose uh, to take on the number two seed Dallas Cowboys here. Um, so, look, I, I got the Cowboys winning because they just, look, <laughs> I kind of want them to lose. But then again, I picked them to kind of get to the Super Bowl. Uh, my, my picks are still alive as far as the Cowboys and Bills getting to the Super Bowl. But, man, this would be monumental also if the Packers – we all know, Dustin, that if the Packers win, Mike McCarthy would be fired before I can uh, finish dialing your number to, to call you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, listen, if, if that happens, he, he definitely is going to be on the way out. And I've even heard – I mean, I've heard from multiple people, Gene, that the – like – there's one team out there, and they won't name who it is, that has still has a head coach but could be interested in Bill Belichick. And I think it's the Cowboys because I think if somehow they lose mm. this game some cra- and they get rid of McCarthy, I think Jerry Jones is going to be eyeing Bill Belichick. And that's a situation where Bill Belichick comes right could into a winning him? team right away and ready to go. Could you blame him? No, I couldn't could blame him. Could you blame him? Jerry no. Jones? <laughs> no, I couldn't blame him. I do want to give Mike McCarthy credit because he did take over the play calling. They came back and won this tough division over the Eagles. So they have had a very stellar year, and you have predicted them to go to the Super Bowl. So, I, But I will say this. You can't tell me right now going into this weekend that every Cowboys fan is not nervous about what's going to happen. They, they're confident oh, they in their nervous. team. They believe in their team, but they've seen this story time and time again, especially they, they, against yeah. a team like the Packers. So they are going to be nervous going into Sunday afternoon. Well, yeah. I mean, look, if it was Aaron Rodgers, uh, they would really be nervous uh, because Aaron Rodgers have owned the Cowboys uh, over over the years. If it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, it was Russell Wilson, you know, that have always eliminated the Cowboys. But look, they have to look, uh, look, it's not just this game that Mike McCarthy has to get past. It's the the second round. You know, I mean, Mike McCarthy, man, he's going to be measured. They look. This guy has to get to the NFC Championship game, and he basically has yeah. to beat the Forty ers You know, so his 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 faith is not over yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, he has to beat the, this. He has to beat uh, the Packers. They so this, look. I got the Cowboys winning, but man, uh, boy, he just better hope there's no disaster uh, uh, well, listen, come Sunday. I, I'm going to take the Cowboys as much as I want to take the Packers because you know I want to see this go wrong. And, and that, that I, I really just wanted to do it just to do it out of spite. But I'm going to stay stay with my analyst hat on, and I'm going to take the Cowboys <laughs> just because they have been a different team at home. They, they've been so oh, good at home. Oh, yeah, at home is and different. I, and I do think, and I do think the, the pressure from Micah Parsons in that defensive line, we talk about the rookie quarterback. We talked about it with C.J. Stroud going up against Miles Garrett. I do think that will be the difference. I, I think the Packers can hang around. They, they, Jordan Love's played well. They've got weapons with Aaron Jones and Dylan and Dobbs and all of these guys. But I just think that that pressure from the D-line in Dallas over the course of a game will start to wear on Jordan Love where he may be yeah, one of those will. rookie mistakes. It will. And so I, I got Dallas to win this game. I, I think if Dallas wins this game, Gene, I think that might keep Mike McCarthy safe unless they go into the next game and they lose on a coaching blunder or get blown out or something like that. But I think one win probably gives him enough to be safe with the Cowboys. But we'll see. You never know with Jerry Jones. 
Well, you never know because they've been there before. I mean, they really have to go deep, I think, to save his job. So that's why, you know, that, that's why Jerry Jones never give him a clean bill of help, man. I mean, it, you that's know, right. it just depends. So, all right, this next game is really going to be exciting. You, you, you got the Rams and and the Lions, the storylines that come with this, the, the, the Rams uh, after that horrible uh, uh, post-Super Bowl era that they uh, – uh, they came back the next season and just sort of they, they didn't even make the playoffs. But man, that, this year, uh, good lord, Karen Williams, Cooper Cup, uh, Puka Nakua. I mean, they are just loaded. So they go to Detroit to take on Jared Goff and and uh, uh, this team. Now, I am concerned about Sam Laporta, who got hurt in that last game of the season. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I meant. I think Dan Campbell's going to have his team fired up, but this is going to be a very interesting game. Dustin, who who do you like here uh, in Detroit, Motown on Sunday? Man, well, you couldn't you couldn't write a better script. <laughs> I know Matt Stafford going back to the Lions for their first big playoff game here at home. And listen, I, we have been on the Lions all year long. We love what they do. Jared Groff does not turn the ball over. He plays really well. They've got weapons. You talk about Laporta. I hope he plays. Uh, St. Brown was a snub from the Pro Bowl. And then they got two running backs in Montgomery and Gibbs who can get it mm-hmm. done. You just like this team. We've liked everything they've done. We love Dan Campbell, one of our favorite coaches. But I haven't – I hate to do this, Gene, because we've been on the Lions all year. And I haven't picked an upset this weekend yet. And you know one's going to happen at some point on Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. I just think the way Matthew Stafford is playing – the experience that he has, you know he is going to be ready for this game. And I think Aaron Donald in the middle with that pressure on the Rams. And you talk about weapons, Nakua and Cup, the way these Kyron Williams, the way these guys have been playing on offense. Um, I think Matthew Stafford is going to go into Detroit. And with that experience with, with McVay, they are going to get a win against the Lions. It pains me to say that because I want to see the Lions make a run. I think they're this close to doing it. But I just love – we talk about experience all weekend. And, again, Matthew Stafford is probably the most underrated player in the NFL this year. He could have been in the MVP conversation, and that's how good he was playing football. I'm going to take the Rams to pull off the upset in Detroit. Oh, man. Wow. I really thought you were going with the with the Lions. Look, I, I think I think we're going to have to see the, 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 the ground – and pound game. I, I think if if Laporta is not going to be able to go, and if they're going to double team Almond Rossett Brown, I think yeah. you're going to have to use those running backs. I think you're going to have to use Montgomery and Gibbs to your advantage, and you're going to have to just wear that defense down somehow, uh, and and take the ball out of Goff's hand because he can be risky if 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 that defense yeah. know. That he's going to have to pass a force, you know, to try to get the ball to, to, um, to Brown or whoever else you're going to get back there to to catch. Um, just give them a dose of these running backs because they both can run. They both are good, and then you know you can throw the ball to Gibbs too. He can catch. So uh, I just think you have to go in with a whole different game plan, and if they can do that. I think they can. They can because uh, Dan, Dan Campbell just has to do something different. And I know you don't like to do things different, but in the case where you don't have a Laporta, you, you don't have a choice. You got to get a win. You got to get a win yeah. at home. So I'm going to take the Lions. I, I can't I'm wait to watch the Lions. Game. To get it's probably going to be my favorite. 
probably my favorite game of the weekend. You know that place in Detroit is going to be going crazy. Yeah. Um, and I and with Stafford coming, I mean, it's just going to be so emotional in that game. We it talk is. about Stafford. It's golf. It's golf going against his former team. It, it's just going to be unbelievable. And I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be one of those games where it could be who has the ball ball last to try to get a field goal to win a game. But I'm just going to take the experience at Matt Stafford. And listen, he went to but, but, LA and but, got him a Super Bowl. But do you think he does not want to come back? I know he had good memories there, but you know he wants to come back. He, he does. In Detroit. But I'm going to tell you who's going to stop him. Aiden Hutchinson ain't going to let him have a celebration like that. <laughs> that, that that's what you got to hope. You got to hope. I'm not worried yeah, about Hutchinson. I, I, I think, think he makes plays. It's the other side of the line that needs to help yeah, Hutchinson. I, I, you know, on the I'm flip hoping, side, Aaron Donald's going to be going after Jared Goff. So. That's true. That's true. So, it, it, that's why I don't want see, and that's why I would counter with you let Montgomery and Gibbs, yeah. you, you know that that you can counter with that, but then you still got to watch Kyron Williams too, because man, this is the, an evenly matched game. If you ask it is. me, it is. You know, and, that's and right why, now the, the Lions are the Lions are a three point favorite, and that's basically because they're the home yeah. team. So that basically means they see this as a pick 'em game. Yeah, it really, so is, it really man, is. It really is a toss up. It is a toss-up when you really look at it—the run game, the pass game. I mean, it's 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 pretty. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that home team. So, all right. Okay. So man, it brings us down to the Monday night game, and let me tell you, this one right here, I think, it, you know, don't be fooled by the lackluster play of the Philadelphia Eagles and how they got themselves in this fifth seed bind. Uh, you know, I mean, it happens to everybody. But anyway, somehow the Eagles, who were the cream of the crop early in the season, uh, ended up as the fifth seed in the NFC East. They have to travel to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who fair and square won the NFC South, okay, which was up for grabs. But I think, Dustin, the Eagles are going to go in there and beat the brakes off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I just like what we saw with the 49ers who went through their, their slide, I think the Eagles are, have, have, have you know, quietly, because no one's really been talking about the Eagles in, in this game as much. And, and uh, I think the Eagles might be okay with this five seed. They know they're going to have to win it on the road. If they're going to get to Las Vegas, but well, well, nobody's talking about them because they've seen what they put on the field the last two weeks. It's 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 been worse than bad, Gene. I mean, let's not. It's been it's bad. Not just a small little slide. It, it's been very very bad what the Eagles have put out the last couple of weeks. But I think they're going to beat Tampa Bay on Monday night. I just I, look Tampa Bay. That NFC South was up for grabs. It could have gone to Atlanta or New Orleans, and but Baker Mayfield. Hey, look. He's, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from the Bucks. They've earned it, but I think the Eagles are going to show the world that look here. I, I just can't see them going out like this. And I think they well, get let the me win start off, let, let me start off by saying this: You talked about Mike McCarthy in Dallas if they don't win this game against the Packers. I, I've been reading a lot, Gene, that if the Eagles somehow go to Tampa and don't win this game that even though Nick Sirianni took the Eagles to the Super Bowl last year, that his job could be in jeopardy. if they had I think that would be a huge far. mistake. And so I, I, I've just read that multiple times, that that's another job to keep an eye on. If they fizzle out and go to Tampa, like you said, a team they should beat, and they don't beat them. And you know the Eagles, they, they don't sit back. 
they they fired Doug Peterson after he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so, and, and yeah I couldn't. I'm just telling you. Yeah, that and that would be a huge mistake, though. I I just uh, it would be it would be a huge mistake if they did that again. And and so what I'll say is this is 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 you got to give props to Baker Mayfield. He's established himself again as a starting quarterback in this league. Looks like he might have a future there in Tampa. But you're right, Gene. They did win a week uh, NFC South that I'm, I'm very close to. It, it was exactly what we thought this division was going to be, barely over 500 if that, um, winning it on the last win of the week of the season. They, they are playing some good defense um, in Tampa Bay. And listen, I, I'm, I will say I'm worried about the Eagles, Gene. I mean, we don't know if Jalen Hurts is 100%. A.J. Brown did not practice yesterday with a knee injury. Um, I would expect him to play, but who knows if he's going to be 100%. Mm. So there is a – and the defense has been very suspect, which was one of their strong parts for the last two years. So I, I'm very worried about the Eagles, but I'm with you. The experience, knowing that it's time to – I mean, we talk about flipping the switch and you don't want to do that. But knowing mm. that it's playoff time and you've got Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and you've got this defense with Slay and those guys on the other mm-hmm. side, I think they have enough to go down there and beat Tampa. I, as much as Baker's had a good year, I do not trust Baker Mayfield in big in big football games. I do think he's going to make some mistakes. So I will take the Eagles to get a win, but I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm not worried about it because I, I I really am <laughs> concerned about them going down to Tampa and possibly fizzling out in the playoffs. All right, so there there, there you go. We we have our wild card picks. So let's just recap here. As we uh, get you ready for Wild Card Weekend here on the Sports King Show, we have the Texans and the Browns kicking off Saturday's first game of Wild Card Weekend. And uh, we both like the Browns in that game over the Texans. The second game uh, of Saturday's Wild Card, we got the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Uh, I like the Dolphins in that game. Dustin likes KC. Um, come Sunday, we got the Bills and the uh, the Steelers, and it looks like we both are in agreement that Buffalo, uh, because they just you know they just been doing you know great there. They they're on a mission. It seems like Josh Allen is is just determined there. You know uh, the the way they went in there and and, and, and ended the season there in Miami. Uh, uh, they're, they're on the mission there, so we both like the Bills. Um, and then we got the Cowboys uh, and and the uh, Packers. You know, Jordan Love uh, exceeding expectations there. They they get into to the playoffs. Uh, Mike McCarthy faces his old team, but <laughs> McCarthy McCarthy's like, guys, we got to win this game. If they don't, if we don't, they're gonna fire me. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we gotta win, man. Jerry's gonna fire me. Did you hear Jerry on radio, man? He he didn't even give me a, you know, an assurance. You know, and he, Jerry has a way of answering questions with with the the radio stations in Dallas, right? He would he not he come out. And and every year, Dustin, we say that Cowboys job. There's no such thing as a contract for when you coach the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. It's year to year, absolutely. <laughs> you know, damn near game by game. You know, so yeah, you got to beat the Packers, right? You got to you got to go far in these playoffs because Dallas, you know, it's it's been a generation since the Cowboys have won the Super Bowl, right? So, uh, so we both like Dallas to to win at home. Uh, when it comes to the Lions. And the Rams for the uh, late game on Sunday, 
me and Dustin, we see things differently here. So we have we have rode with the Lions all year. Um, this game is at Detroit. I am going with the Lions. Dustin is going with the Rams. He thinks Matthew Stafford is going to return to the scene of the crime and do damage. I tend to think, look, if Sam Laporta doesn't play, you know, it limits the, the, the passing game. I don't want... Yeah. Jared Goff throwing the ball that much because sometimes he could be really shaky. I want them to use those two running backs, and I want I I, I just like to see a ground and pound game. Go ninety nine uh, hundred yards up and down the field. You can throw the ball to Gibbs every once in a while, and I want to see Aiden Hutchinson put Stafford on his behind, and then I want to see them somehow. They got to stop Karen Williams though. Um, and, and then you, you cannot let Stafford get the ball to cup and, and the core. So it's going to be a good yeah. game there. Great game. Yeah. And then the Monday night game, uh, we both like the Eagles. Dustin, uh, hesitantly is, is picking the Eagles because he, he's just, Dustin, you just don't, you, you don't like, do you, okay. Depending on if the Eagles go in there and just beat the brakes off the Bucks, do you feel that they might be just making a comeback here? I know they have looked disastrous over the last couple of weeks, but I think I think they're in a good spot in the fifth seed. No one's giving them a chance, even though they, everybody was giving them a chance early on in the first five weeks of the season. But see, if they beat the brakes off of the, the Bucks. Will it make me feel a little better? Yes, but it's still not going to feel great because it's a team they should beat, Gene. With the talent that the Eagles have, it's a team they should win. That's why this is a dangerous spot. Like, I mean, the way the Eagles started this year coming off of the Super Bowl, starting, what, 10-1, and one, this is a, a, a game that they're supposed to win, even though it's on the road. So, I mean, they have to go out there and take care of business. Um, but it, it still is not really going to make me feel better going forward because they're only going to start playing better competition. And I – I, I, you know, I saw them blow that lead to the Cardinals at home, and I was thinking, okay, it's kind of a blip on the radar. But then you go to the last week of the season uh, at New York with a team that's, you know, playing banged up, not playing for anything, and you, I mean, they they got dominated in that game in New York. So I, I'm just very concerned about where they are and as a as a team um, and and health wise, is Jalen Hurts 100% AJ Brown? Like that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I do. Th- again, Brown I do think they is, win, is but it, it's going to be interesting to see how this Eagles team performs. Well, we 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 should see. I mean, this is going to be a great round of of uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend. This the, the Super Wild Card Weekend is because of the Monday Night game there. So hey, look, this is the Sports well, King listen, Show. On, we we got to we got to do this real quick. Hold on, we got to do this real quick because the playoff field is set. I know the matchups are going to change, so it's hard to pick. But since the playoffs are officially starting tomorrow, we do have to – now that we have the teams that have a chance, what are our predictions for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Gene? Oh, okay. Well, we're going to do that. i put you on the spot. i put you on the spot. I am not going to change, I guess, my picks from what we did in August when we were uh, on SportsMap Radio. I think, well, we – well, no, we were we had already left Las Vegas, okay, because yeah. that was that was last season. So no, I'm gonna stick with the Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills as the teams wow. that I'm going to put in in Super Bowl Fifty Eight in Las Vegas. Uh, I, 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 had I, I, the, I had to put you on the spot there. Listen, I you mean, thought you I know, was gonna change? The, the, Look, well, you I, know what? Yeah, when I we did, did our do over. 
I said the 49ers and the Ravens. Yeah. So and 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 I and and I really need to think about this because look, because it look there there might be a Buffalo Bills Ravens meeting here at some point in time. Yeah. And 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 there's going to be a, a maybe a Cowboys and a 49ers reunion here at some point in time. So no, I'm going to stick with what I said even though I, you know, okay. look, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the the you know the 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 sexy pick or the the number one seeds obviously, but it doesn't always work that way. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Niners. I just can't get off of them. I think they're gonna be ready to roll. Um, I, I love the weapons that they have, so I'm gonna take them to come out of the NFC. And I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, Gene, but I'm with you. I, I like the Buffalo Bills to come out of the AFC. And, and yes, I think I think before I did the same thing you did. The, the two number one seeds are playing so well that I was riding high with the Ravens. Um, but I just think the Bills, the way they're playing, and, and listen, as much as Josh Allen turns the ball over, he's still one of those guys that can go in and carry your team as well. And I think that's kind of what you need when you're going against a, a good team like Baltimore. Somebody's going to have to take over the game. And with him and James Cook, I like them. And, and I like the Bills to come out of the AFC. I, I don't think the Chiefs are the same team. I, I don't see them making a deep run. Um, and, and really, like I said, it, it, to me, it's between the Bills and the Ravens. And right now, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. So I've got the Bills and the 49ers uh, to go to Las Vegas. I just see Dan Quinn. Look, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you already know that you got to beat the 49ers. You know, it's it's basically going to have to come down unless somebody does you a big favor. Do I, do I need to remind you the number two seed. the last time Dallas went to San Francisco? Well, look, the Cowboys are probably hoping that they don't have to go, and that's why they got that number two seed. If somebody could take care of the 49ers before they, they even see them, yeah, then guess what? Yeah, They'll host the NFC. If the Cowboys get in a position where they can host the NFC championship game in Dallas, then guess what? It's all over. They're going to the Super Bowl. But if they got to go to San Francisco, man, they have to put it. Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy have to put together a game plan because, man, it's like uh, it's like that movie. You know, how many times? I, I mean, you could look. Well, I don't want to say Star Wars because every time they do a Star Wars, it's a good movie. <laughs> but, you know, those movies where you like it's the same damn ending. And they yeah. just you have to find a way to beat them. And and when the 49ers went on that slide, man, they were beaten. The, what, who, who beat them? The Cleveland Browns? Well, a couple of teams beat them this year. Yeah, they lost three in a row. In, in three in a row. They, they did. You yeah. have to capitalize they also, somehow. also in that slide, they had no Debo Samuel um, <laughs> and also had some and, and no Trent Williams. So, listen, when they're healthy, yeah, but they, they, they are They also ready to had a, a bad Brock Purdy who, who, who played his worst football. They did. So I don't know. I can see because it would almost be like the third time that they would have had to well, face listen, the 49ers. I'm going to give you all the props in the world if this one comes true because you have had the Cowboys since day one. Uh, even before the season started, you had them as the, this year to make the run. And we know it hasn't happened. In and I don't even like the Cowboys. Years. So you don't. You don't. But it, it hasn't <laughs> happened in 28 years. So if you pull this prediction off, you definitely will have a feather in your cap. And I, I, I will not be able to give you any heat for a little while. Hey, I, I'm look, there, there's like a 28, the, for the 28, 29 year old kids out there who whose fathers forced them to be Cowboy fans. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're waiting, you know. 
Those fathers out there are waiting. They're going to be waiting a little longer. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you right now, the way the Cowboys operate in the playoffs, Gene, is not going to surprise me if they go out there and lose on Sunday. Oh, look here. If they lose on Sunday, I don't even know if I have a right to be on on radio. On look, we won't even get another residency in Vegas. I, everything that we've done, Dustin, is just all for nothing. This just you know, <laughs> take take away all of the Super Bowl press passes. All, everything that we've I've done in twenty five years. If the Cowboys lose to Jordan Love at home on Sunday, yeah. You, you know how stupid I would sound? <laughs> Listen, I just want it for not only because I don't like the Cowboys, I just want it for the chaos. Because you imagine what TV is going to be like on Monday around the Cowboys if they somehow lose this first playoff game at home. I tell you who, I tell you what we would do. Since, you know, Jim Jeffcoat used to be a sports kings, right? Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would call Jim Jeffcoat, two time Super Bowl champion, Jim Jeffcoat, who was the last. One to remember anything about a Super Bowl as it relates right. to the Cowboys. Jim may not even pick up my phone calls, but I, I would call Jim and we would just drill him for an hour. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dustin, I couldn't see that happening. And oh, my Lord. I don't know. I think I'm going to go and load up on some Crown Royal this weekend just in case. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You got to get your snacks. You got to get your drinks. You got to have your TV set up ready to go. Because I'm telling you, I mentioned this at the start of our show, Gene. There's not many chance times where you go into a wild card weekend and every game has just, un- I mean, so many storylines. You always have mm-hmm. two, good, two games that are just, just really ready to roll. And you have a couple other games that you know some teams are probably going to dominate. But all of these games have so many storylines and are and can be toss-ups that it is going to be so much fun to watch. On and the, the Houston game. one wouldn't surprise me as much, even though I think the Cleveland Browns are – that defense has just been so dominating, Dustin, that they uh, – yeah. I think Houston is just going to run into uh, – and I know C.J. Stroud has been, you know, look, take nothing from him. He's going to win his, what, rookie of the year he should, right, if he hasn't already. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But – that defense, that Cleveland defense, and it's just going to be uh, – when they played earlier this year, he didn't play, right, I don't think? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, so, I mean, he's going to – he's going to – Miles Garrett is going to introduce himself to him <laughs> at some point in time, I think, during hey, that game. Listen, I, I've got my weekend set. I've got I've got Victor versus the Hornets tonight. I know you saw him in person um, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. while back. That, so that, I, so missed, I've got that tonight, and then I'll be ready to roll for NFL all weekend long. Well, look, uh, uh, LaMelo, after he, he's back, right? He, he, he was upgraded to questionable tonight, and there are some signs that he could possibly play tonight against Victor. And then you'll also have Victor as the number one pick going against uh, number two pick Brandon Miller. So should be should be well, fun yeah, to watch it, tonight. Well, look, hey, on the Mean Gene show earlier, I, I started off the show um, with how about the two storied NBA franchises getting blown out last night on national TV? Wow. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty unbelievable what happened last night. And how about the Thunder winning a game by 62 points? Yeah. Over the, Six, over the Portland 62 Trailblazers. Points. Unbelievable night in the NBA. When have you ever seen Gene TNT cut away from their national game because the Celtics were down by 40 in Milwaukee? Yeah, and then they they probably wish they would have cut away from the Lakers too because both games were 
were were blowouts. Okay. No, I, I, um, Dustin, you know, and, and you know, we're gonna talk NBA uh, probably next week. Uh, we'll get more into the NBA, but I tell Absolutely. you what, uh, I looked at the standings earlier today, and look, you'd be surprised that uh, not the Lakers, not the Clippers, not the Suns, not the Mavericks, not the Nuggets, but Minnesota yeah. and OKC are the top two teams in the West. Yeah, it's a new West with these young guys. Oklahoma yeah, it's, City, it's, Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, you even throw in, you look at, I mean, Dallas is, you know, creeping back up there again. There's so much in the West right now. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And you're right, you're Lakers. They better figure something out quick because I don't think these teams are going to fall off like they have in the past. And so they're going to have to find some answers real fast. No, I'd look, I've ranted enough about the Lakers this week uh, <laughs> to where I wasted a whole hour of my life talking about them earlier this week. So, oh, my goodness. But, hey, great show, Dustin. I know you you getting ready to have fun with your son and, and, and his birthday. Blake is getting ready to have the fun of his life there. What do you say? Six years old, right? Six years old. So we're going to go have lunch with them at school. Uh, sign him out early and go do some fun things um, because you know we're gonna and he's also got a birthday party tomorrow so it's a fun celebration weekend for him but you know Gene as a parent you got to plan these things now with your kid even though he's six and he's got a birthday party we made sure that that birthday party is early enough not to interfere with the wild card weekend football games (laughs) you gotta have a plan Gene yeah, 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 yeah. At, at some point in time in life, he'll, he'll, he'll catch on to that, but not now, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, Dustin. Hey, folks. Hey, hope you enjoyed the Sports King show. And uh, next week, uh, we'll come back for the division rounds. And uh, don't forget, Monday, you catch the Mean Gene show. And Dustin, I'm sure you'll pop on there and uh, we'll get more into the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, and uh, Jared Mayo, that uh, press conference is going to take place next week. But in the meantime, enjoy all of your sports uh, this uh, tonight and, and wildcard weekend. And we'll see you back here next week on the Sports King Show right here, streaming live on Podbean. And don't forget, if you missed any part of this show, you can catch it on the uh, uh, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>